Hi, this is part three in the MacGyver project. Sorry it's been a while, it's been six months to get around to part three. Better late than never. I'll link in part one and part two if you haven't seen it. It's uh, where I took apart uh, one this uh, gas uh, detector, one of these industrial gas detector things, and I had this really funky display on the front here that I, I thought maybe that we could actually um, program this to do a like a countdown timer or something because this device kind of looks like something I won't use the keyword for because I don't want to get demonetized. So we just reverse engineered that and uh, then we in part two down here we actually uh, hooked it up to a scope and we measured uh, all sorts of uh, waveforms and, and did some more reverse engineering. Anyway my plan was in part three I would actually uh, show you how that we can design a driver for this using discrete 7400 series TTL logic. I thought that'd be really cool. Then maybe in part four we'd show how that we can consolidate those you know a couple of dozen TTL chips into one like single like eight pin microcontroller that costs like 10 cents or something like that. But I've decided to jump ahead because I'm so excited. I want to find out if we can use AI, artificial intelligence, <laughs> i.e. chat uh, GPT. It's uh, all the rage. I thought, see if we can actually use it to design a, some code that will actually drive this serial driver. So I've basically got the interface that we want to drive here. We've got uh, five 74HC164 chips and these are 8-bit uh, serial shift registers. So it, it has a clock coming in here. It's got an input uh, data pin. So on the positive going clock edge like this, it will clock the, the whatever data is there through to uh, Q0. And then on the next positive going edge like that, it'll uh, clock Q0 through to Q1 because if you have a look over here this is they're basically cascaded the Q output or the data output here is actually the, then the data input for the next uh, one here so it's just a shift register and just uh, shifts them along so on the actual first clock pole we'll call it the first clock pulse over here because you've got to have like initial state that you're uh, talking about then the data whatever was on Q7 here that's the data that gets shifted to Q0 here. So it's one big, effectively, 5 eighths are 40. It's an 8-bit shift register, so 40 bits here and shifts all the way through like this. So we've got a common cathode 7-segment uh, uh, display like this. It's common cathode because all the cathodes are tied together, so they would go down to ground. In this particular case, it goes off to a pin on the board here, which we can use that for like blanking and stuff like that. So when we're shifting data in, we we can actually blank the display so you don't see the data like shifting all the way through. Anyway, I've talked about that in a previous video. So a basic 40-bit shift register like this driving uh, 40 different segments on this seven-segment display because we've got the eighth digit, which is the decimal point here like that. And this is an actual mapping. So uh, Q7 here is A, is segment A, which is the top one there, A, B, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, and decimal point is over here. So um, yeah, we need to write some code, or the AI needs to write some code, we're going to see if it can do it, that uh, sends in a clock pulse like this, and sends in the data, and maps the data to the specific pins. Let's see 
if AI or ChatGPT 3 or 3.5, I think it is at the moment, ChatGPT can actually write some code to do this. It's going to be interesting. I haven't tried it yet. I don't know. Because ChatGPT is a language-based model, let me know in the comments down below if you want me to do more videos like interacting with AI and stuff like this. I asked on Twitter, eh, maybe a third of my audience are interested in that sort of uh, uh, content. Anyway, so it's a language model. So we have to try and describe this circuit in sort of like, you know, plain English so that the language model can understand. Now, ChatGPT is capable of producing source code for almost anything. It's really good. Any, Basically anything on GitHub, I believe, is the source that it's taken all this stuff from. So it can, I uh, think people have talked about it generating PIC code and all sorts of stuff. I've only tried it with uh, Python code. I think I might have tried an Arduino code once. I, yeah, it just, it, it did work. So I can generate Arduino code. Let us know in the comments down below if you've actually tried to do uh, programming. Apparently it's, it's pretty good. It's not 100% there yet, but is it going to be good enough for Australia? Is it going to be good enough for the MacGyver project to generate this? Because I thought this is a real interesting example of how, you know, it's kind of tricky to word how this thing actually works. You know, we've got a 40-bit shift register. You have to tell it to map uh, the seven-segment displays and stuff. So this is what I first came up with. I'm, I'm telling it, you are writing Arduino code. So it knows off the bat that we're writing code for Arduino and not for some other microcontroller or Python or whatever. And I'm going, there are two outputs because we need the clock up here and we need the data. So I'm telling, please define two output pins. And I'm saying one is a bit clock. So I don't know if we need the term bit in there, but I'm just saying it's a bit clock, so it knows it's a bit data stream, maybe? I don't know. This is all part of <laughs> basically a new field called prompt engineering um, is the term I like to use for it. I don't know, you got another term? I like prompt engineering in that, you know, you have to learn how to drive these AI engines. And this is will be an incredibly valuable skill. Pro tip, highly recommend you get on it now and learn how to drive AI engines um, in terms of not only generating code, but generating all sorts of useful uh, results. It's going to be a killer skill in the coming years, let me tell you. So anyway, we're telling it it's a bit clock and the other is a data output. Okay, so it knows, it should know it's got a clock pin and a data pin. And then I'm going to say the data output connects to a 40-bit shift register that is connected to five. I've used the word five instead of the number five. Don't know if it makes a difference. I don't know. I, I'm still uh, relatively unskilled at this chat GPT thing. I don't know the correct sort of like syntax. And this is what we're going to hopefully learn here. Will it work first go or will I have to massage this or will it just I don't know, go completely tits up? No idea. So it's connected to five seven-segment displays with decimal point. So it should know that it has seven segments plus a decimal point. So it should know, hopefully, it's got, we're telling it, it's got eight outputs. These five displays act as a five-digit counter. So I'm telling it the function of what we want to do here. We, we've got five seven-segment displays, and we want to use it as some sort of counter. Whether it's counting up, counting down, doesn't matter. It's a counter. So, and then I'm going to say, write code that will count down. So I'm specifically telling it to count down on the displays once per second, starting at 999999. So, uh, well, actually, oops, <laughs> that's it's too many nines. Starting at 99999. So it should initialize the first data that comes through. It should uh, 
you know, have 99999 on it and then 99998 and etc. It should count down at once per second. So it'll be interesting to see if it actually does, if it's intelligent enough to know I don't want a once per second clock. I don't want a one hertz clock because then it'd be incredibly slow. It'd take 40 seconds to update the just the display for one uh, digit. I want it so it should know it has to clock out at 40 times. So hopefully it should use like a 40 hertz clock to do this. I Once again, this is, I think, quite a challenging example. I hope you agree. And then I'm saying the first bit on the output is the least significant display digit. So what I'm basically saying here is, as I said, on the first clock pulse that goes through is our least significant digit over here. And this is our most significant digit. God, I hate drawing with the mouse. So it knows that the first bit it sends out is the one that uh, is going to get shifted all the way across to here like this after 40. Uh, clock pulses. Now hopefully that's all it needs to know. Like off the bat I'm hoping that it'll actually produce some sort of working code that allows us to at least, you know, base, if it doesn't immediately work, um, then at least we can massage. At least it'll give us some sort of code base uh, to work from, hopefully. I'd, I'd be, you know, if it works like first go with little massaging or no massaging required of the code, then I'll be, I'll be pretty impressed. But anyway, um, I don't think we need anything else. I'm not going to do bl display blanking or anything like that now. I just want to see if we can get clock and data to shift in. So what I'm expecting from any generated code is to have uh, like digits actually defined. It should have to bitmap um, the seven segments on here, right? So it should like if it wants to do five, it should know it needs to turn on those segments like that. Or, you know, number one, it needs to turn on segments B and uh, C there. Uh, for example, and I haven't actually told it to use the decimal point at the moment So hopefully it just ignores the decimal point, but I haven't I've told it. It's the least significant Digit now. I think I need a bit more information because I haven't mapped in the individual outputs yet Have I so maybe I can add some more something extra each display in the bitstream starts with segment a through segment G with decimal point last Okay, so Let's 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 try that. Cross our fingers and see what happens. Okay, so here I am in uh, Chat GPT. Here I do actually have a paid version now, so I think I'm I'm paying per sort of like chunk of like there's a certain length of uh, code that it will or length of response. It doesn't care whether it's code or something else. Um, it like a length of response costs you know a couple of cents or something like that. Will it work? Will it magically work? I don't know. Maybe you've got a better idea of how you would have worded this. Um, I haven't given it a huge amount of thought. This is just like off the top of my head how I would explain that. And I think any engineer could read that and go, oh okay, I I know exactly what you want. So. Is the chat GPT any good to do it? Let's see. An error occurred. If this issue persists, please contact us through our help center. <laughs> Fail. Okay, I've logged out and logged back in. Let's try that. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Here's the code to achieve the desired functionality. It's going to do it. It's going to have a crack at it. Now, it's generated a clock pin, a data pin. It's initial counter, 99999, pin mode, it's set up the pins. This is looking really promising. This is perfect so far. 
It's it's actually labeled them clock pin and data pin loop shift out uh, current counter value to the shift register greater than five five get the current digit oh yeah yeah there's five digits sorry yep yeah of course byte segment pattern get segment pattern so it's yeah okay so down here it here are the segment patterns it needs wow it's doing it right off the bat and, and delay for one second before decrementing the counter okay i i called that there you go returns the binary representation of the segment pattern for the given digit and if it i don't right i would have to map i've got to map see this is like you know an, an annoying part of writing this code yourself how do you ma like just mapping making sure you map the correct seven segment displays to like in this particular case okay it's it's got if you want a zero you know it turns on hang on it turns on one two oh i didn't tell it i didn't say anything about common cathode or common anode so if it was common anode you would have to output a zero to turn on the lead but it's outputting a one so here if we if we want a zero to display a zero it's going to have to turn on um all but two of the segments that is correct so it you don't want segment uh g oh i think it's back to front depends how it shifts it out yeah but that is correct well it's 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 either completely back to front or it's correct because the last two digits here will be segment f which is in the middle and if you've got a zero around like that you don't want segment f which is in the middle and the decimal point is next to segment f so that is correct that is correct and then if you want a one it's only turned on two segments yeah this this is correct it looks like it hasn't done decimal point okay because we didn't tell it to do anything with the decimal point that would be interesting if we could tell it add add a decimal point on the third digit or something i wonder if we can add that code anyway what does it say this code uses a for loop to shift the output se the segment patterns for each digit of the counter in reverse order from least significant digit to most significant digit that is correct with the first bit on the output being the last significant display digit i still haven't got my head around if it's right or wrong yet but it's damn close <laughs> the, the get segment pattern function returns the binary representation of the segment pattern for the given digit which is used to shift out the corresponding segment pattern for each digit the counter is decremented once per second using the delay function it's it it has done it it's basically done it wow wow okay so shift data out data pin clock pin yeah i didn't tell it the polarity of the clock and i didn't tell it on the positive i probably should have said on the positive clock edge okay because the problem here is yeah here is the problem um is that it's going to it's going to output the clock it's going to output the data and the clock at the same time and you don't want that because that violates setup and hold could potentially <laughs> you know it didn't guarantee to give you problems i think murphy's law right you want some setup and hold time so you want to output the data pin first you want to output the data first before the clock pin now because this is and chat gpt is a conversational based system we can tell it to modify this code right so it's like we don't have to tell it from scratch again we just tell it can you change that to output the 
data pin first before the clock pin. Certainly, here's the modify code that outputs the data pin before the clock pin. And it's, go it's going to regenerate the code. Here we go, the pin mode, data pin output, and come on, we can do it. You can do it. How much is this costing me? It's costing me probably 20 cents worth of processing time now at the Microsoft servers to, to do all this. That's a fraction of what my time costs. Uh, digital right data pin. There you go. Digital right data pin. Segment pattern. Look, look, it's, it's done it. Yeah. And then the clock pin high, low like that. Did it initialize the clock pin? Didn't initialize the clock pin, did it? I don't think it initialized the clock pin. But geez, that's impressive, huh? <laughs> Fantastic! Wow, so we told it to modify that and it and it just understood exactly what we wanted and it remodified our code. <laughs> that's impressive, isn't it? <laughs> Some programmers might be out of a job, including like, you know, just klutzy programmers like me. Well, you're not actually going to be out of a job because this is just a tool that you can use to, you know, get, at least get initial code working very quickly. See, I would have spent, you know, I don't know how long I would have spent just, you know, working out this, uh, you know, this bit pattern and stuff to get it just to do that alone, you know, is, is like a big time saver, especially if you've got like a, you know, a big thing that you need to do. Kind of like that's really the monotonous part of programming is mapping stuff like that you know you're mapping characters you're mapping you know uh, graphics and stuff like that it's you know it's 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 really tedious uh type stuff but i think this works without me having to figure out exactly whether or not it's got the bit data people are probably already screaming in the comments oh yeah of course it's wrong or of course it's going to work um but yeah that that looks like that code is going to work so i just cut and pasted that code from chat gpt into arduino here you compile it and it compiles just fine. There's no errors whatsoever. It <laughs> doesn't mean it's going to work, but <laughs> there's no syntax errors. All right, let's just power it up and try it. I know this setup's a bit how you're doing, but uh, it's good enough for Australia. Um, now, as you saw in previous videos, we need a uh, two volt power source for this because there's no uh, dropper resistors on there. And because we've got a five volt uh, TTL uh, level out of the Arduino, um, I've had to put in a, a bodge in a resistor divider in there. So I've just got like a 1K and a 680 or whatever. And uh, that will drop it down to like under two volts to uh, actually go to the logic um, on here. And I've grounded the common cathode pin, so there's no like blanking or anything like that. And I've got a 100 milliamp uh, current limit. It I can't remember exactly what it took, but let's just try that. So let's power it on and see what we get. Oh, hello. We've got a zero. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. Well, let's try and capture some waveforms drawing uh, 20 milliamps uh, the voltage hasn't dropped so our current limit's good yeah right off the bat didn't work and you can say well ai failed but well uh how many times have you done a project that didn't work first go right <laughs> come on admit it just for kicks i'm using the uh, new siglent sds uh, 2354 xhd um i've got no uh ground connections it's just flapping around in the, uh, the breeze i'm just going through the grounding of the arduino so it's going to be a little bit noisy but there you go um this is our clock signal down here obviously like i can run this real time right and you can probably just see yeah we're getting patterns like that so i'm single shot capturing this and sure enough check it out it is it seems to be correct we've got our five packets of clock pulses there should be eight one two three four five six seven eight yep and there's five packets of those so it shifts eight for the first digit and the second look etc and then 
we've got this turning on over here, which is in the middle, like this, hence why our middle digit is turning on. So it's actually working. It's clocking the data and doing everything right, but our data's not correct. So wah, 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 wah. So let's have a look at the code here. Uh, well, we know that the clock and data pins are working, like they're mapped actually correctly and everything. Look, I'll tell you one thing I did notice here. Check this out down here. I like how the help here actually pulls the comment before this. It actually knows that that comment's associated with that. I, I, I don't know. I haven't used Arduino in such a long time. This is just new to me. I think that's cool. Nice touch, whoever did that. Right, so we know our for loop is correct because we're getting our five uh, clock pulses, right? So we're getting, so, so this is working here. It's just that this digital write segment pattern is not working. Now, I believe this is correct, right? Because uh, segment pattern, right? Uh, that just, so that's just a byte and that calls up get segment pattern down here. But if there's no case, then it, refer, it returns the default value of zero. Now zero in this case, if you shifted it all out, if you shift out all zeros, because we're talking about a common cathode display here, we, we need a one to drive it. So an and individual one, in here, each one in there represents a segment on. So a zero would be all zeros, which means all segments are off. So it's obviously uh, for four of those five digits, it's returning zero here. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with this. This is all the, this switch looks all fine. Everything's hunky dory. The here's where it gets the current digit from the counter. Okay, just quickly, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to force it. Digit equals what is a good mapping down here? One that's got ones and zeros. Two, two, digit equals two. I'm just going to go digit equals two. Let's go back to the bench and just try that. So, so it'll ignore the previous code. It'll just force all twos. So hopefully we get all twos on the display. So let's put that back in and try out this uh, quick hack, shall we? Output on, bingo. <laughs> Look at that. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Two, 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 two. Can we get that to glitch? Because yeah, yeah, there you are. It's, yep. Yeah, there you go, all eights, and then it switched to all twos. So the uh, ChatGPT actually got that, uh, got the functionality right, um, like in terms of like all the bit uh, stuff output in, and there it is. There's all the clock pulses, no problems, and there's the data up there. And if we scroll over to the start, you can see how the data there is going in before the clock pulse actually happens. So there's that uh, setup time there. So yeah, everything's hunky-dory. Look at that. I mean, that's a Bobby Dazzler. Wow. So all we've got to do is fix the uh, modulo um, aspect of that. Um, it, it obviously goofed that up, but hey, it got the order of the segments right and everything. So that's actually updating once per second. All we need to do is fix the counter. Oh, let's go. It's using the uh, modulo uh, function, which is the, it, it's a percent. It's not actually a percentage thing. It's called the modulo function. I could, can we call up the, we can't call up the help on that. Let me get that. And here it is here. It's the remainder operation, uh, which calculates the remainder when one integer is divided by another. It's useful for keeping a variable within a particular range, e.g. size of an array. That's not what we're using it for. I've used it before to actually extract a digit from the thing. But because we've got AI, we can just ask it to try and fix it. Let's see if the AI can actually figure out what's wrong with it. So how would we word this? Uh, it does not get the current digit from the counter correctly. There must be something wrong with the modulo operator on the counter variable. Can you fix it? Uh, cross your fingers, hope I've explained that correctly to it. 
Apologies for the mistake in the previous code. Here's the modify code that should correctly get the current digit from the counter. Let's see what it's done. Digit uh, pow 10 integer modulo 10. And then I love how it explains itself. In this modify code, the digit variable is now calculated using counter divided by pow 10i modulo 10 instead of counter modulo 10. This calculates the current digit by dividing the counter by the appropriate power of 10 and then taking the remainder after division by 10. The power function is used to calculate the uh, appropriate power of 10 to divide by based on the current position in the loop. So let's just paste that in there. We can tab that over there and we'll just comment out those two lines there. Do that. Whoop. Oh no, it doesn't like that. Invalid operands of type double and int to binary operator percent. Ah, okay. I'm going to copy that. Let's go back to the AI and see if we can use a complete AI solution to fix this. Like assuming like we like we don't have to analyze it. We can just like, <laughs> let's, let's give it a go. I'll tell it that gave me the compile error and I copied it in there. How do I fix this? Let's, let's see if it can, let's see if it can get a response to that. An error occurred. Oh, bloody hell. Nah, the AI is broken. Um, <laughs> great. Murphy's Law. Just when I need to finish this video off. Maybe I need to upgrade to plus. I thought I was already on a played plan. Is there a new one already? Well, the error's persisting. You can just imagine being on a tight deadline to finish your code and <laughs> the AI breaks down. It's not like you can run like a local copy of it. The database is too huge. This is why Microsoft gave them $10 billion and they had to run on Microsoft's cloud services. The resources are massive. Well, let me try the logout trick again. I can't even upgrade my plan. I didn't think I was on a free pan. I thought I was on a paid plan. I don't know. Maybe something's changed recently, but um, there you go. I can't even pay for it. <laughs> there you go. I've re-logged in. I do like how it keeps your response, although it didn't get my response last time, so I'm going to have to put that back. Okay, let's try that again. Yes. <laughs> ah, I see the power function return. Ah, it knows. The power function returns a double value, but the modulo operator requires integer operands. To fix this, we can cast the result of power to an integer using the int type cast operator. Here's the modify code. Wow. <laughs> Chat GPT is absolutely like if it didn't get it right the first time, this is how the conversational chat, this is the advantage of this. It's conversational. You don't have to start from scratch again. It knows your existing conversation. You can tell it to make changes like I've demonstrated. And now it's it made a mistake. It knew it. You told it you've made a mistake. Can you fix it? It fixes it. And and then it knows and then it gives an error and then it knows what the error is and how to fix that again. Wow, what a great example. This is, this is absolutely terrific. So there we go. All we've got to do is put the int in there. Yeah, so there you go. We'll just copy that back. So we paste that in there like that. And let's compile again. Yep, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Let's run it. Let's go back to the bench. No, all zeros. It's not, our counter's not returning anything. Wah, 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 wah. I should have analyzed the code more before I had a look at it. And you can see that we're getting a uh, clock, but no data. Aha, uh -huh. I think I can see, yeah, this is wrong, right? So if we've got power, the power function is the uh, the 10 there to the power of i. i starts at zero, so 10 to the power of zero is one, okay? So that would be one modulo 10, which doesn't return our digit. Oops, that still does not produce the correct digit. Can you fix it? <laughs> I apologize for the previous mistake. I noticed another issue in the code. In the guess segment pattern function, the segment patterns are defined with the decimal point segment as the, what? 
However, the segments are shifted out with the decimal point segment as mostly this mismatch is causing the segments to be no, no well, no, the problem is there. No, hang on. The problem is we're getting the incorrect digits, not that the segments are displayed incorrectly. Need to get segment pattern function to define the segment patterns with the decimal point. No, nope, there was nothing wrong with our get segment pattern. No, please undo that. That's not the error. The error involves calculating the digit using the modulo function. This is getting a bit tedious now. Okay, let's see. I apologize for confusion. Here's the updated version that should correctly calculate current digit using modulo. It didn't say what the error was. All right, let's see how different it is. Equals counter divided by int pow. No, that's exactly what we got before. No, it's gone back to thinking in this update, we've changed the inner loop to shift out the segment. No, it's the syntax error in the function by casting it to an int. Yeah, that, so it's, it's taking into account our previous conversation. No, no, sorry, AI. Um, <laughs> that's, you haven't changed the, the root cause of the problem is this. It's not returning the correct digit. Oops, I might have to fix this manually. I don't think I can coax it into fixing this. Um, maybe my prompt engineering skills just aren't good enough to do it. That's the same calculation for the digit. It is still wrong. Can you please fix it? <laughs> See, because if you didn't know how to fix it, you would have to, if you had enough information to do it yourself, you'd just do it yourself, right? If you knew how to do it. Like the whole idea is getting it to figure out what the mistake is. Counter int power four minus one. Do I, okay. Now it's given us at least something different. Write C code that extracts digits one by one from a given number. I'm gonna make this AI do it. I'm gonna make it <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> Here's some C code that is yep. It, it should be trivial for it, right? Digits in d are number extract digit. There you go. It's modulo 10 and number is you divide it by 10, just like I said. No, the interesting thing is it basically had that solution correct back here. Counter divided by 10. Oh, I think I see it. Okay. <laughs> People are probably screaming at me, right? Um, it, it actually had the code originally correct here. Okay. Uh, modulo 10 and then the counter equals divided by uh, 10. That's the same as counter equals counter uh, divided by 10. But the counter is like it's supposed to be decrementing so you need to put it into a temporary variable first you can't do it on the actual counter so yeah we we have to um oh can we tell it to ah uh, that's pretty complicated to explain that they're overriding the counter go back to the original code and use a temporary variable instead of counter in the digit calculation let's see if it understands that yeah all right this is so much fun it really is <laughs> <laughs> temp counter equals counter oh no see it didn't go back to the original code it it's no okay it's still doing that but yeah it's like temp counter modulo 10 yep so it's it's doing the temp counter thing all right let's just uh, yeah let's just fix it manually <laughs> we're dicked around enough all right so outside of the loop i've put temp counter equals counter so we're copying it into a temporary variable and then we're operating on that temporary variable there so let's let's give that a try everyone's going to be screaming at me <laughs> i think i figured it out i i was wondering this this should work right this original code even as a sandy check temp counter equals temp counter uh divided by 10 right and i'm gonna like this should work and then i realized we're dealing with 
a five-digit number 99999, which is greater than the integer we had declared for not only temp counter, but also for the counter up here. It was an integer. And um, yeah, no, we we need a long for that because it's going to go only go up to 65,536, right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's just not going to do it. So if we change that to long <laughs> type, then it should work. Well, we can ask the AI if that's correct. It looks like the counter variable is the incorrect type. It's an integer instead of a long. Is that the problem? <laughs> Let's go. It's possible that the issue with the digit calculator is related to the integer overflow, which can occur when the counter... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it knows all about this. In that case, changing the data type of the counter variable to long counter there, and then it's going to generate the code. It's still going to use that dodgy code. Uh, no, yeah, it's still going to use the power thing. Um, I don't think that's going to work. Yep, let's try that. <laughs> let's go to the bench. All right, let's power it on. Whoa, hello. Hey, it's counting. It's counting. It's counting down. Woohoo! Why didn't it start at 99999 though? We got 99749, but it's counting down. It's doing the thing. Let's see if it goes uh, from 40 to 39. It will, I'm sure. Yep, yep. No problems. Let's let's try that again. Should have initiated. It's initiating to that same value each time. 7.30, is it? Yeah, we're pretty close to it. Why is it doing that? Doesn't like that. That's something to do with the precision in the modulo operator, perhaps? But it's counting down anyway. It's doing the business. So... It, it basically, we didn't have to muck around with any of the mapping for this thing. It got the correct seven segment mapping. It got the, uh, it got the order of digits actually correct. Um, whether or not that was by luck or whether or not that was uh, <laughs> you know, good prompt engineering on my part. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and check. But uh, yeah, there you go. And it's, and it's mapping everything correctly and it's doing the business. So there you have it. That was almost a successful attempt to get AI to write code for this Arduino to do. I do. It's not a hugely complex problem, but as you saw, it had like a few little tricks in it and we had to, like it had to understand that we wanted like a physical thing, like a seven segment display. So it knew what that was. It knew how the segments actually, uh, you know, the digits map in a seven segment, uh, the segments map in a seven segment display. It understood that. It understood a shift register because we use like that, uh, you know, so this uh, keyword, a 40 bit shift register, it knew what all that was. It knew that we wanted five, seven, Seven segment displays with and it understood that there was a decimal point and it understood like and it this code was pretty close to being bang on right off the bat um this actual shift output here i i just had forgotten my arduino uh, libraries yeah that that would have worked we didn't have to actually uh specifically that's a function that is designed to put the data first before it then shifts the clock so we didn't actually have to change that so it turns out that was absolutely correct it turns out the modulo thing here was correct like the actual function of it is correct, except that it didn't know to use a temporary variable in there, like it was overriding the counter. So that, that wouldn't have worked. And then it, even though we told it, a 99999 that exceeds the integer value 
um, in here, which only 32 plus minus 32, uh, you know, uh, thousand, right? So, um, yeah, so it didn't pick up those things, but that's that's pretty minor. Apart from that, it it really did. It really did well. Like it got all this mapping correct. We didn't have to change any of that. Like the segment mapping, it got the order correct, and and everything. So there was only a few little hiccups in there, which you know, this video has been a long time. You know, I've been going through the process of figuring it out, and I didn't spot the you know the integer thing uh, straight away. And you know, these are these are mistakes you make all the time. Yeah, but I'm I'm quite impressed. The AI actually did that um it it's not bad at all and then but you can see that there's limitations to it like it just got confused as we go down here it just like it started putting the power thing in there i haven't really correctly analyzed that but i don't think is is that going to work i don't know leave it in the comments uh down below so yeah so then it got fixated on the power function after we told it it was wrong so it really takes it to heart when you tell it it's wrong can you know can please fix this or change it 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 goes and thinks about it and and finds a different you know it knows you want a different way to do it so it, it tries to accommodate you in that uh which is really good and then when i told it no go back to the original it didn't know that the original meant way back at the start you know and stuff like that you know, i apologize for the previous mistake and <laughs> And and then but then it got totally confused and wanted to change thought that there was something wrong with the get segment pattern function and there wasn't there was absolutely nothing wrong with that at all it just got absolutely muddled so yeah whether or not we could have actually got <laughs> like kept going in that same chat window to get it to actually produce the working code probably but in this particular case it did actually require a human that's me to actually um you know <laughs> ultimately figure out that you know the integer was overflowing and stuff like that. So un unless you, it w didn't seem to be picking up that on its own. So yeah, um, a little bit of human intervention required, but damn, like, you know, it's not the first time I've made that mistake myself. And I'm sure, you know, you have too, just admit it. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's, it's, it's really impressive though. How like just simply that gave me 99% of the way there. Like it, it, it actually compiled fine straight off the bat. It's just that it required a temporary variable and and the int changed and that was it, it would have been good to go. So yeah, wow. Impressive, huh? There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Um that's chat GPT. Uh, three or 3.5 isn't it and yeah people are scared that it's going to take your job but it's just it, it it's another tool basically to um you know to help you out but yeah no you could bluff yourself into a programming job with this write a fake resume and then just <laughs> you know churn out some code using the ai and and commit it you know and then it's like yeah you can probably like you know, you might be able to bluff your way into a job for a certain amount of time until they figure out that you're using an AI bot and you don't actually, you know, able to find uh, things. But yeah, it's I'm, I'm really amazed with that example that it actually, it, it crossed hardware and software there and it kind of knew about seven segment displays and, and shift registers and stuff like that. So for taking that, that simple text and doing it, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Wow hats off <laughs> so there you go thoughts and comments down below and if you like that video please give it a big thumbs up and let me know if you want me to do the uh like another version of this just using old school discrete ttl logic or however other way you want me to take this project but that was a cool use of ai i really like that that was a great example <laughs> catch you next time Hello.